Hello, this is Pastor Mark with Touch of God. Uh, today we're going to start off with uh, some prayer. And we thank you, Father, right now in the name of Jesus. We thank you for your creation. We thank you for everyone listening in today. We thank you for them and their families. Lord, I pray your will shall be done on earth as it is in heaven over each precious soul that is listening to this program, watching this program, and also their families as well. And today, Lord, I speak your will, your life, your truth over their life in Jesus' name. Lord, I speak your health for them, your life to return them to divine health if they are in sickness or disease in their bodies. It is not your will that they be sick. It is your will that they be healed. And by your stripes, Lord Jesus, they have already been healed in their bodies. Now we speak life to those bodies right now that are sick. We command those bodies to line up with the word of God that says, that by the stripes of Jesus, by his scourging, we are healed, we were healed, in the name of Jesus. So we thank you, Lord, today, that your word is true, we can stand on it, we believe in your word, and with all our might, we will continue to have faith in you, faith in your name, and we will carry out your word upon this earth, in Jesus' name, amen. So, we have the Word of God, which we can put all of our heart and trust in, and Colossians chapter 1, and we go to verse 10. It says, He has delivered us from the domain of darkness and transferred us to the kingdom of His beloved Son. This is talking about the Father who has delivered us, the believer who has given their life to Jesus. He has delivered us from the domain of darkness. Remember, we all came from the domain of darkness. That's what we were born into. We were born into a kingdom we should never have belonged to in the first place. But because of the sin that Adam and Eve committed at the uh, tree in the Garden of Eden at Genesis chapter 3, verse 6, the fall of man occurred. And everything that uh, Adam and Eve had been given was given over to the devil. And uh, Jesus has come into flesh. He went to the cross by way of the whipping post. And he has allowed us to be redeemed and reconciled back to God. And in so doing, not only short an eternal life for those who believe in him, but also we can begin to do the Lord's will upon this earth as of the second that we give our life to him, so that the Lord may work through us, doing the Father's works through us, and not our own works on this earth. Amen. So Colossians chapter 1, verse 10, it is a victory verse. It is a beautiful truth, is a is an amazing truth, and we should we should frequently thank God that He has delivered us from the domain of darkness and transferred us to the kingdom of His beloved Son, which of course is Jesus, in whom we have redemption, the forgiveness of sins. So we thank you, Lord, today for the forgiveness of sins through the redemption of the blood on the cross by Jesus, who sacrificed it all who sacrificed so that your will, Father, shall be done. And that way, man gets to be redeemed back to you, but only for those who believe in your son, Jesus. And Lord, we, we seek today that the entire world would become saved, that the entire creation, the entire human race shall be, and we shall not lay back and not spread your word, spread your truth, spread your love, spread our testimonies, and tell people about your goodness. 
But if we slack and we lay back, people are going to hell. Remember that we have talked about in recent weeks that you may be the only person in your district, your only person in your street that knows the truth and knows the goodness of God, knows the what other people may need to hear for them to be set free, for them to be delivered from the domain of darkness. Why should we keep uh, the light to ourselves? Amen. We need to let the light so shine. Our light, according to Jesus said, our light, we need to let our light so shine upon men. And that's what Jesus told us. So let us do that, brethren. Let's be confident. Let's be bold. And let's, let us not be bold on our own works and our own doing, but let the Holy Spirit help you uh, be bold. Amen. In front of whoever, uh, whatever situation you're in, but we can be strong in love with others and tell them the truth. Use the word for correction, use the word for reproof, but also use the word of God for encouragement and to tell people who they are and that they're doing a good job and to keep going, keep fighting the good fight of faith, keep running the race. Amen. We've got to encourage one another daily, as the Bible says. We've got to do that. It's so important because people need to be acknowledged. People need to be encouraged. Everybody is so prone to being critical critical of others uh, or being criticized by others. This world is a very critical world. Worldly elements of this world are always trying to uh, criticize and put down. But God is a God of lifting up and encouraging and strengthening and reconciling and putting back the broken pieces into uh, a single a single beautiful uh, vase or uh, uh, just a beautiful precious soul back into the beautiful heart of a soul that's once broken, brokenhearted, and the heart is now whole again. And that's what God wants to do. God puts things back together that never should have been broken apart in the first place. Um, so we move to... Um, uh, actually, uh, Colossians chapter 2. Because this week we want to talk about, in line with our, our identity in Christ, remaining steadfast and rooted. And we need to be rooted in Christ. And what does that mean? And how do we become rooted and how do we stay there? So let's go to Colossians chapter 2, verse 1. And this is, of course, the Apostle Paul writing to the church at Colossae. And he says, for I want you to know how great a struggle I have for you and for those at Laodicea or Laodicea, and for all who have not seen me face to face. Verse two, that their hearts may be encouraged, being knit together in love to reach all the riches of full assurance of understanding and the knowledge of God's mystery, which is Christ, in whom all hidden, sorry, in whom are hidden all the treasures of wisdom and knowledge. Now, that's a long verse, and let's go back to, there's a couple of verses in there. Let's go back to the beginning of that section, uh, verse 2, that their hearts may be encouraged. So we already talked about at the top of the program how important it is to encourage one another. Because if you can be told that you're doing a good job to keep going in the face of resistance from the enemy, resistance from your own family, resistance for for doing the right thing and for speaking the truth, we need to be encouraged by uh, whoever can encourage us. 
And there are not many people of the world that are encouragers. You will find uh, that people who are born again, who have the Spirit of the Lord in them, will emanate the characteristics of the Lord to the degree that God has done a work in their heart and they allow God to do that work in their heart. So they become encouragers and people have the spirit of the Lord. They will, they will love more like Jesus loves and they will encourage and they will, that will be like a, one of those good fruits of their character. And so it's important that remember the world is in darkness, the domain of darkness, but then we believers, those uh, of us who are blessed to be born again, saved and redeemed and reconciled back to God by Christ, by believing in his name. We are the light. And Jesus said, let your light so shine upon men. So we are supposed to encourage one another daily. We are the ones that have the, uh, that should have the uh, desire to encourage one another. So I had the desire to encourage you today that you are are mighty in Christ. You can do all things through Christ who strengthens you. Do not feel hopeless because the joy of the Lord is your strength. You have hope in the Lord. The Lord is hope. The Lord is is for you. And if he's for you, who can be against you? What man can be against you if God is for you? Amen. So today, I want to encourage you that all things are possible to him who believes. All things are possible if you just believe in the Word of God and know who you are in Christ and go about doing the Lord's will. And remember Matthew chapter 6, verse 33. It always starts with, um, we always talk about this verse because we want to get things out of God. So, But the important thing is with Matthew 6, 33, is that we really must focus on the first part, which is to seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And all these things shall be added unto unto you and unto us. The result of seeking God first will be that everything else in your life will fall into place. You have to be patient sometimes. But we should not even concern ourselves with the things of the life, uh, things of life, the affairs of life. Those things will just be taken care of, but we shouldn't be anxious and look at our watch and say, How long, Lord, how long before this will be fixed? If we are so focused on the Lord, everything else will not matter. And so that is the thing. We need to find we need to seek the Lord, focus on the Lord, and truly know that we are in him and he's in us. And if we're walking with him, and he's walking with us every day, if we're communing with him and we don't make him a once or twice a day event in our lives, then we will have our mind focused on things above and not on the earth. Therefore, these other things that have been important to us for so many years, those things will not be important anymore, and they will grow less and less critical and important to us as we focus more on the Lord and trust in Him. Now, I'm not saying that you're not that you should just take your mind off of paying all the bills and everything else. There are responsibilities that we have, but we shouldn't worry about how we're going to make those commitments. If we focus on the Lord first, the Lord's word says that everything else will be added unto you. Okay? So be encouraged today. I, I encourage you to continue to increase your trust and faith in the Lord so that everything else in your life becomes less and less important, okay? Not that you won't take care of things, but allow God 
to help you take care of them under his power instead of your power. And a lot of the time you will find that he will do that. You will still have to take care of a situation, but it will be a lot easier because it'll be God's grace and his power and everything else that he flows through you to do a certain task or complete a certain action. And some of the times you will find that the the task has already been taken care of for you by someone else or the issue goes away completely. And that's because you were focusing on the Lord first and you have God's grace, undeserved grace working in your life. Amen. Because you're obedient to focus on him. So this is this is central. This is the core fact that we have to trust in him. And you're not trusting in someone who has ever let you down. You're not giving God a second chance. Remember, God has given us more chances. God has been the one to forgive us our trespasses. God has never failed us. So why would we ever doubt unless we misunderstand him? That's the only reason we would doubt God is if we have been told lies or incorrect uh, incorrect uh, beliefs and misunderstandings and um, if God has been misrepresented by someone, even another Christian, because that other Christian had an idea about who God is and it told you and you believed them because it sounded authentic, it sounded plausible. We must find out about God's nature and character for ourselves. And that is by having a relationship with him, which is which is focusing on him, talking to him, listening and waiting in that quiet time where you're not saying anything, you have a quiet room, you have a quiet place, a secret place, and you're just waiting for that still small voice in your heart for the Lord to speak to you. So sometimes we just need to close our lips for a while and just wait on the Lord, amen, and trust him because he's never failed us yet and he is never going to fail us. He's merciful. He's graceful, and he's amazing, and he loves you. He loves you so much. The Father loves you so much he sent Jesus for you, and Jesus loves you too. And the Holy Spirit is here to help us understand the truth. Amen? So, verse number two, that their hearts may be encouraged, being knit together in love. Now, understand knitting, like uh, knitting uh, fabric together using uh, a wool or any kind of material, you're knitting together like tapestry. We are supposed to be knit together in love. Love is what holds uh, things together. Love, perfect love, casts out all fear. Love gets rid of all evil. God is love. So when you're loving someone, you're using God to love them because God is love. Amen? And that's a beautiful thing. And continues, to reach all the riches of full assurance of understanding and the knowledge of God's mystery. Okay, so let's take that slowly. And again, this is the English Standard Version. Colossians chapter 2, and we're in verse 2. To reach all the riches of full assurance of understanding and the knowledge of God's mystery. So the the idea here is 
The idea here is that our hearts may be encouraged, being knit together in love, to reach all the riches of full assurance of understanding and the knowledge of God's mystery. And we're going to get to that mystery in just a moment. It's important that we obtain an understanding and knowledge in God, of Jesus, the ways of the Lord, His will, and and everything to do with Jesus. Amen? And this mystery, God's mystery, the knowledge of God's mystery. So we're going to continue. And it says, which is Christ. So God's mystery is Christ in whom are hidden all the treasures of wisdom and knowledge. Now, the beauty is, if you're born again, if you're saved, you are in Christ and Christ is in you. Everything has been given unto Jesus. Everything is in Christ and Christ is in you, the hope of glory. Amen. So that means if Obviously, this verse is true. Verse 3, it says, In whom are hidden all the treasures of wisdom and knowledge. So, if Christ is in you, and you're in him, and in Christ has been hidden all the treasures of wisdom and knowledge, that means that you have access within yourself to all the treasures of wisdom and knowledge. That's why the Bible also says that you have the mind of Christ. You have Christ's mind. But in order to access these treasures of wisdom and knowledge, you do not contemplate or be, you're not able to understand these things as soon as you get born again. And the reason is because even though you were given a brand new spirit, which knows all things, it knows the word of God, it knows all these things, brand new spirit that God gives you at the time of your rebirth, your regeneration, your mind still has to be renewed. And we've been talking about this several times for the last several weeks. Romans chapter 12, verse 2. That letter from Paul to the Romans. He says, do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. You have to go through a transformation of your understanding by reading the word. And when you read God's word, it is spiritual food, it is spiritual nourishment. For your soul, your mind, will, and emotions. You get to have an understanding. As you read about anything in the Word, you begin to get understanding. And it's not always about that particular verse that you've been focused on. Sometimes it is, but sometimes it isn't. Let me give you an example. I could be reading here about the, un- the full assurance of understanding and the knowledge of God's mystery, which is Christ, in whom are hidden all the treasures of wisdom and knowledge. The act of me reading the word, that verse, and understanding it, two things could happen. I could get a revelation on that particular verse, or because I'm actively feeding my, my mind and transforming my mind with understanding this verse, I get spiritually nourished in my mind in general, not just about that verse. Does that make sense? I, The Lord may be able to tell me of a revelation about something completely unrelated to this verse, and it's because I'm actually spending time in the Word right now. So just because you read a verse and want to understand it, 
The opportunity there is not only to understand that verse if you take it nice and slow, but the act of actually digging into the Word of God means that you are gaining greater access with your mind being renewed to the things of the Lord in totality, in general. So I encourage you again, read the Word of God, particularly these scriptures that show you who you are in Christ now. But the very act of you spending time in the Word of God, spending time with Him, fellowshipping with Him, having a relationship with Him, and not a relationship with the world and the television and things that are distracting you, you will find, if you, ha- if you put your time in with the Lord, you will find that you will, you'll be so glad that you made the decision to do that. And I encourage you to seriously commit. Amen? So as we continue, even though we really shouldn't continue because that, that, that verse is so rich, all the treasures of wisdom and knowledge in Christ, it almost, it deserves an entire program or more. But just know that all wisdom and all knowledge is in Christ and they are treasures. Treasures, you know what happens when you open a treasure chest and there's all that lost treasure, the gold and the silver, and everybody wants to find the hidden treasure because it's valuable, it's rich in value and things that you wouldn't find anywhere else. And people want to dig up the treasures of sunken ships. Well, you have the treasures of wisdom and knowledge hidden within you in Christ Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. Verse 4, I say this, Paul says, I say this in order that no one may delude you with plausible arguments. Now, this is important because it is important that you do not get deluded with plausible arguments. Plausible arguments are those statements that someone could tell you about the Lord And it sounds completely plausible. It sounds like they really know what they're talking about. They're very convincing. And you think it actually could be true. And you you believe it. And that's the danger. Because if you believe something that's plausible, but is not true, according to the Word of God, then that may cost you several weeks, months, years, your entire life believing the wrong thing, which could rob you and steal the potential, um, the potential path that God wants you to walk on in life. Amen. So it's very important that you understand what Paul's saying here, which is that there are treasures of wisdom and knowledge in us, in Christ, and it's important that in love we are knit together in love that we may be encouraged in our hearts in order that we may uh, that no one may delude us with plausible arguments. So that means that if we know the wisdom and knowledge which is in Christ, if we have the full assurance of understanding and knowledge of God's mystery, which is Christ, and those things that are wisdom and knowledge, then we will know the truth. We will know by the wisdom and knowledge that's in us 
Remember, we have the mind of Christ. As we renew our mind, more of our mind is Christ-like. Then we will know when someone says to us with plausible arguments that are not true, we will know, hang on just a moment, that doesn't line up with Scripture. I don't believe that. Even though it sounds convincing, I don't accept it. And let me uh, go back to the Lord. Let me research that in the Word. Or if you know your scriptures well enough, you can actually teach the other person in love that they are incorrect and you can teach them the truth and show them the truth in the Word of God, reciting the chapter and verse and showing them. And if they receive it, great. If they don't, well, uh, you, you did what you had to do and you did the right thing. Well, that comes to the end of today's program. This is Pastor Mark Whelan with Touch of God. We are on Facebook at Touch of God Radio and also YouTube at Touch of God Radio. And we welcome your feedback and your prayer requests at this email address, which is touchofgodradio at gmail.com. Touchofgodradio at gmail.com. And we encourage you to send us uh, whatever you'd like to say to us. Criticisms, feedback, suggestions. but. We do follow the Holy Spirit every week. We seek to say only what the Lord wants us to say on these radio programs because that is where you can know more about the Lord, more about who you are in Christ, and because the truth will set you free, and in whom the Son sets free is free indeed. Amen? In the name of Jesus, I speak life and wholeness over your bodies today. From head to toe, I command all sickness and disease to be gone now. And I speak life to every cell in your body. From head to toe, every bone, tendon, ligament, joint, and muscle, be healed, be aligned. Pain, I command you leave their bodies now. Cancer, die if you exist in anyone's body. And stomachs be whole, hearts be whole. Every organ be healed and restored. Knees, no longer ache, no more bone on bone. Right now I speak new meniscus, new cartilage in all knees that need it. In Jesus' name, amen. You all have a blessed week. God bless you.